When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today I got a story time of an incredibly spoiled brat who burns down the subscriber's car. This story is absolutely insane. It's probably one of the best stories I've told in many, many months. So please sit back, get comfortable, get excited, maybe get something to eat, leave a like to claim your free nothing, subscribe if you're new. This is genuinely probably one of the most interesting, insane, thrilling stories I've told in a long time. So if you're gonna watch one story it, from my channel, let it be this one. And without further ado, let's just simply jump right into the story. Oh yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Adam. So anyways, let me give a little bit of background. Adam is actually a college student. So Adam is a freshman in college. And uh, when Adam got to college, there was a lot of people there. And, uh, you know, in the first little bit of college, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out your life, basically. You're trying to figure out some friends. You're trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, Adam, you know, he got there and he got to kind of like a pre-orientation type uh, service or not service, kind of like program where you can get there earlier than college actually starts so that you'll be able to meet a few other kids who also did the pre-orientation and it's not a bad idea just to meet some friends off the bat so when school starts, you're going in with a running start. I personally didn't do it, but I know a lot of people who did in my college and they really liked it. Anyways though, so Adam gets there and there's a group of guys and girls there, a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, and Adam kind of just naturally kind of forms into a group with one other guy and two girls. So uh, I, I'm just gonna, they don't all need to have names but the one of the girl does need a name. And we're gonna call that girl Alex. I really should be calling uh, Adam actually Steve, so it could be Steve and Alex, but uh, anyways, we're just gonna call the girl Alex, right? So anyways, there is, you know, uh, Adam gets there and he quickly becomes pretty close friends with uh, Alex, the other girl, and the other guy. I'm not gonna give them names because you guys already know how that works with me and names. Actually, we'll call the other guy Ben, uh, because why not? <laughs> Anyways, though, so they get there, and they're kind of just, uh, they, they become fast friends. One, because they're compatible. Two, because they're all thrown into a new environment where they really don't understand what's going on and uh, have to figure out what's going on. So, yeah, things are pretty good. Life's pretty good, and school starts, and they stay friends. One thing that people will tell you is that the people you meet on the first couple day in high school or college or whatever you're going into, those are not going to be your friends long term. Everyone always says this, and I've never really thought it to be super true. I, I think it can be true. I think it 
it can definitely be true. But let me tell you that the seven, six or seven guys I spend the most time with now are actually the six or seven guys I met really in the first week. It's just uh, maybe guy friendships are a lot more simpler, um, which is actually very likely. But anyways, right, so sure enough, uh, school is going on, and uh, Adam, you know, he thinks Alex is a pretty nice-looking girl, right? Uh, but that is when, later on, he's basically informed of Alex's uh, longtime boyfriend, who we're going to call the spoiled kid. This kid was like all the spoiled kids in my previous stories, because you know how most of the kids in my previous stories that are spoiled kids are like 14 or 12 or whatever. This is one of those kids grown up. And sometimes I really do hope that the spoiled kids in my previous stories, I really hope that they, I, I don't know, learn to grow up a little bit and they learn to, uh, or, or they kind of phase out of their spoiled brat behavior and it's something that goes away with maturity and the maturity comes over time. This is an example of something like that that did not work out. So yeah, the kid that was Alex's boyfriend, we're just gonna call the spoiled kid. Um, and uh, they were in a partially long distance relationship. So the spoiled kid did not go to this college. This college actually was, you know, it wasn't like they didn't all go to Harvard or something, right? But they went to a college where obviously, yeah, you had to put in a little bit of work. And the spoiled kid was like, bro, I'm set for life. Why would I try in college? So the spoiled kid went to another college that was still in the state, is still in the same state, but it was more of a, there's nothing wrong with schools that are known as party schools. I mean, there's a lot of big party schools that have great programs, right? But he went to a school with the, the primary intent of having a really good time and not really caring about his education. No offense if you go to a school that's known as a party school. Also, that's what you want to do. It's a great time of your life to do that. But what I'm trying to say is Alex and her boyfriend, the spoiled kid, did not go to school and did not go to the same college, but lived in the same state and had a quasi long distance relationship because they were in a relationship. The distance was long. However, it was the same state, so they couldn't theory meet up. They're not like in a long distance relationship across continents, if that makes sense. Anyways, though, so Alex... Uh, uh, Adam, the other girl, and Ben. Sorry, I'm just going to call her the other girl. I will actually forget her name, right? They, they, they kind of form this little bit of a friend group. And they all find other friends as well. But they do make it a part that, like, it just is a thing that they always hang out together. They have other friends, and, you know, uh, the kid Ben is looking to join a fraternity, so he's, like, talking to all those guys or whatever. But, uh, yeah, they, they keep on going. They keep on going strong. But the thing is, over time... Adam starts to develop feelings for Alex, but he, it's complicated. In situations like this, it's very, very complicated. And I have had a lot of friends who have been in this complicated situation where they're friendly with a girl, she has a boyfriend, and unfortunately, feelings develop. You know, the human existence is very complicated. Humans' emotions are very complicated. I don't condone cheating, personally. I, that, that's kind of a big big no-no for me. I feel like, I don't know, that's just like, a per but I, I keep that very personal. Um, and that's something I just have for my relationships. I, I, I think it's a big no-no. But I, I also, you know, I just, I, I just feel bad because I realize how, you know, complex like human emotions can be. But Alex, had, sorry, Adam at this point was like, I can't let Alex know this. Like, I just can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sure enough, right. Uh, time goes on. And let me just say that probably one of the Okay, not one of the most painful things ever. That is cap. There is so many more painful things. 
But something that I've experienced, which has been hard, is when, and I've not experienced to the degree that Adam is experiencing it, but when you have a, a friend and you start to develop feelings that you want to be more than a friend, it becomes very difficult because you spend a lot of time with them. And the time, and probably the reason why you developed the feelings in the first place, is because of all the time you spend with them in the first place. However, unfortunately, it becomes to a point where, you know, uh, spending time with them is a little bit agonizing because all you can think about is the fact that they're in another relationship and or you can't be in a relationship with them. And Adam was just like, I can't say anything, right? I really can't say anything. And over this time, Alex was kind of confiding in Adam. This is where it gets complicated, right? Confiding in Adam about how her boyfriend, the spoiled kid, wasn't as great as he seemed to be. So Alex and this guy have known each other for a very, very long time. And they've been in a relationship for almost four years at this point. So it was one of those things where, you know, Alex was like the popular girl at their high school at uh, the spoiled kid was the popular kid at his high school, partially because he was like the rich jerk kid, whatever. And, you know, sophomore year, freshman year, whenever they got together, I'm not feeling like doing math right now. You know, it made it, it was fine because it was like, you were a kid, you weren't very mature. But over time, you know, Alex has started to realize how like the spoiled kids, this is not a good kid is what I'm trying to get at. Anyways, so sure enough, uh, it, it's complicated because Alex is explaining how things are just not going well at the spoiled kid. He's just being a jerk. He's being mean to her. Nothing like that you need to report it to the authorities. I want to make sure that that's very clear. But just not a good situation. And Adam was in a morally ambiguous state because he was like, okay, I obviously have certain intentions. Or I would at least have, like, you know, I wanted to break up with this guy because then I can slide in, right? But he's like, I also, at the same time, it's like, you can at the same time care about someone and also have multiple different levels of feelings. You could care about someone as a friend and have, you know, a crush on them. So you could want someone to break up, both because you have a crush on them and also because it is exactly what is right for them. So it's a very complicated time. It's very difficult for Adam to figure out what he wants to do. So, uh, you know, Alex and Adam and all of their little friend group, they hang out a lot, so they take photos together. And Alex will jokingly say to Adam and Ben, remember the guy, the other guy in the friend group, that her boyfriend is always like, oh, who are those two? Who is that kid? Like, who are those two kids? You better, like, they better be, like, not even into women. You know what I mean? Like, they better not even be into women. Like, they can't even, like, basically the boyfriend was being very jealous, very, you know, protective, whatever. And you're allowed to have your own boundaries in a relationship. But it was very clear off the bat that um, the boyfriend was also a little bit controlling and all that kind of stuff, which... It's okay to have boundaries. I think it can be a little strange if you're in a relationship with someone and someone that you're in a relationship with goes off and spends countless hours one-on-one -on -one with someone that they could, in theory, be attracted to um, and they don't have a long history with them. I can understand why that's weird. I might feel a little bit like, whoa, can I have a little more context here type situation. Um, but, yeah. So, they one of these days, Adam, Alex, Ben, and the other girl... Sorry, other girl, I just can't hold that many names in my head. Kind of all came together, and Alex was very clearly, like, disturbed is maybe too strong of a word. I think disturbed is too strong of a word. But she's very clearly, something has gone wrong, is what I'm trying to say. That is clear to all of them. 
Yeah, so they all sit down, and, you know, Ben and Adam are a bit concerned because, you know, Alex is, like, very wistful, kind of a little bit teary, very clearly thinking about something else as they're chatting because they have this kind of, at this point, it's October, November, it's getting late into the first bit of the first semester, and, you know, they're, they all have a lot of different friends or whatever. They're all doing a ton of things, but they do make time every Friday night or every Friday evening to get dinner together before they go off and do whatever because they really do value their friend group. And it was very clear that something was going on in Alex's mind. And so Adam was the one to be like, like, hey, like, hey, Alex, like, very, like, are you good? And she kind of just looks at them and there's this, like, awkward pause where it seems like she was trying to gather the strength to be like, yeah, I'm good, but couldn't even, like, y- you know, I-, I don't know if you've been in this, but, like, whenever you're in a very emotional state, maybe you're not crying, but you're, you know, you, you got the tear ducts welling up, you got everything going on, y- and you try and say something, and you just can't speak. It's one of those situations. So anyways, it's an emotional hour, as Alex goes on to explain that things have just gotten too stressful with her boyfriend and that she decided to break up but he wasn't taking it well and he was like basically she said i'm sorry like but she i mean he's like blaming alex and ben or adam and ben and adam is like because mm, in his head he's like well i mean i mean look the the boyfriend got broken up with because he sucks right because he sucks and he was bad and he was a bad relationship but Adam's like, hey, man, I'm not going to lie. I am trying to scheme a little bit. But he, he obviously didn't say that straight up. Anyways, though. So, yeah, sure enough, uh, Adam's like, oh, man, like, that's, that's so terrible. Oh, my God, you broke up with your boyfriend, girl I'm in love with? Oh, no. The horrors. Okay, I'm, I'm being a little, <laughs> I'm joking around. No, he, he did feel for her because, remember, it's complicated. It's both friends. They're friendly. They're friends, right? But also, you know, they, Adam has both, Adam wants the best for her, but also Adam wants her <laughs> to put it straight, to put it, to put it straight up, right? Anyways, so the next couple weeks went by and during these weeks, you know, uh, Adam would, you know, talk to Adam and Alex, they started hanging out a lot more. And that was partially because Adam was there to uh, kind of be someone for, because Alex and Adam and Adam knew all about the relationship at this point, And it was getting a little complicated. <laughs> To say the least, to say the least, it was getting a little complicated. The boyfriend was continuing to text Alex, being like, you can't just leave me like that. Like, I know it's because, like, you're into someone else. And she's like, I'm not, because at the time, like, you know, Adam was pretty sure that Alex had, was just very platonic with him. And, uh, you know, Adam was just like, you know, you just got to, like, you got to figure out a way to cut it off. It's very difficult, though, because they live in the same home t- hometown. Their families know each other. They've been in a relationship for four years. This kid is a spoiled brat, crazy kid who's never been told no in his life. So when he's told no, in a pretty major way, he just completely loses it. So anyways, time goes by, and about a month goes by at this point. The crazy spoiled kid is still, every once in a while, like, hey, like, you should, like, on, like, random numbers, be like, you gotta, like, call me back. Like, we gotta talk this out. Um, not threatening, which is good, but what he's doing is not okay. If someone clearly says, you know, I don't want to talk to you, bro, and you keep reaching out to them with random numbers, that's not cool, okay? So anyways, Adam and Alex alone, the two of them, they're just sitting on, you know, they're, they're both in Alex's room. She got a single for the first, for the semester, right? 
So they're both kind of sitting in there. And this is not the first time Adam has been in, oh my God, guys, text the group chat. I'm in a girl's room right now, guys. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say is like, this is not the first time he's been in her room, but this is, this time's a little different. The first time was like a group. They'd all go into a room, whatever, do whatever college kids do. And then there was a few times in the last month that Adam went there by himself because they had to debrief about whatever was going on. And uh, this time he kind of just, he was there and it wasn't necessarily for a debrief. And I mean, that was kind of good news to him. Right, like that was good news to him and all. Um, so he, he comes into Alex's room and it's kind of a situation where it's, 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 he, he feels like something's a little different. He just, I don't know, I can't explain this to you guys, but if this situation happens to you, you will just feel it. There's, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm a very sciencey person. I'm, I'm literally a math major. I, I, I need things to make sense, right? But there's some things I can't really explain, but you just kind of feel it. That's all I can say. And Adam kind of realized that today was going to be a little bit of a different debrief, if you know what I mean. So anyways, Alex has this couch. She has this couch in her room. And they're both sitting on it. And they're both, like, whatever. They're both just, like, talking about, like, their weeks. Adam is saying, like, oh, my God, I had this, like, crazy, like, Calc 1 test. Dude, what even is an integral? I was so screwed. I saw those squiggly long S's. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. What chapter did I read? You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Alex was talking about, like, oh, she really, like, she's in a point where she's getting closer to Russian, like, a sorority, because that happens in the very beginning of next semester. And, by the way, that is very scary. Sororities are insane. No disrespect. Um, love all my sorority friends. Uh, anyways, though, uh, so they're kind of talking about that, and they decide to put on, you know, some, a, a movie or a television show, and they're both on this couch. And... It was just like, it came to a point, and I'm not trying to make this into like some kind of long romance novel where it becomes Fifty Shades of Grey real too quick. It's not. I won't make it that way. This is, this is very safe for work, what I'm about to say, so don't worry about it. Um, especially if you're a younger viewer. <sighs> Trigger warning. Kissing. <laughs> I just boiled it for a joke. Anyways, they're sitting there, and they kind of just, I don't know, it's just like they were close to each other, and then they just got a little closer, got a little bit closer, just so like the other one could notice that the other one got a little closer. And then the other one followed up by getting a little closer to give kind of word back to the other one that I saw you got closer to me and I'm getting closer to you. So next move, buddy, you make the next move. And they slowly get closer and closer. And, cl and then I, I, I just, it just like, it just happened, right? Very, some, some of these things, it's just, they just happen. Okay, so by the end of it, all they did was make out, right? Nothing, nothing too spooky, oh my god, stork made the babies, whatever type thing. Um, but by the end of it, they're kind of just sitting there. And obviously Adam is like, hell yeah, baby. Woo! Let's go. Right, obviously bro is, bro, bro's pretty happy. I mean, I get it. Like, it's a pretty cool situation, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so uh, by the end of it, right, Adam is pretty happy. He's pretty excited. He feels pretty good. Um, but, you know, Alex kind of has this... She's very conflicted. She's very conflicted. Because it's a kind of a situation where, uh, you know, you know, it's hard to say, but she might have broken some kind of trust here, right? Because, I mean, no. You know what? Alex is totally fine. Alex is 100% fine. I take back what I just said. 
Alex just feels guilty because her boyfriend was like, oh, it's because of this kid. It's because of this kid. And little did Adam know, but not the whole reason and not the main reason she broke up with this guy. But Alex is not going to lie. One of the reasons she broke up with her boyfriend is because, well, I mean, it was a bad relationship. She didn't feel the same for him anyway anymore. Uh, Okay, a lot of really good reasons. But also because she had feelings for another guy, dot, 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 Adam. And those have been developing basically at the same time that Adam's feelings for her were developing. And they both knew that their feelings could not happen while she was in a relationship. So it's complicated. But anyways, very quickly after, Alex and Adam kind of have, yeah, Alex and Adam have this conversation. And they kind of just decide that, you know what, you know, we've, they both kind of admitted that they felt that way for a while. And they kind of turned to a relationship, right? And Adam, okay, so over the, the next m- couple months, so come back, sorority rush, whatever, goes good, she gets in a sorority, all that kind of stuff. And over the next couple months, she still gets some messages from her ex-boyfriend, but it really kind of goes down. To it. The limit approaches zero, basically, over time. Um, as the T value gets bigger, the limit approaches zero. So the thing is, though, Adam is very kind of, He's being very weird about her posting anything on social media. And Alex really wants to post a photo of them together. So this is where it's like a little bit of a debate. Because Adam just does, he's like, look, your ex-boyfriend's a little crazy. He lives in the same state as us. He knows where you go to college. He knows where I go to college. Right? Like, I mean, we go to the same college. And if you post a photo of us, one of the kids that he has been all like, oh, you left me because of this kid. I'm also mentally unstable. Like, I, I just don't want that combination. But Alex is like, I'm not going to let my ex-boyfriend rule my life. And Adam's like, okay, you make the final call here. All I'm saying, maybe we should be a little careful. So Adam was going to respect whatever Alex decided to do. Um, because it, it, that was actually a fair point. I don't want my ex-boyfriend, who I don't really want in my life, to kind of control my life. Fair enough. Fair assumption. Fair premise. However, you know, what Adam was concerned about was actually not as much for him. It turned out to be, yes, he needs to be worried because of, I mean, you guys saw the title and the intro to the story. You you know that he gets affected. But he was more worried for her. This kid was an insane spoiled kid who had no perception of reality, was always told yes, had access to anything he wanted, and was very clearly still madly in love with this girl by the way that he would spam text her. And he knew that if he saw a photo of her with one of the guys that he was basically saying like, oh, are you like, oh, very, in the beginning, very jokingly being like, oh, don't leave me for this guy. Or uh, don't like, and then when they broke up, like probably had a lot of suspicions about the two guys that she was hanging out with at college, and then magically breaks up with him because he's too delusional to see that, I mean, while it was partially true, he would also be too delusional to be able to see that, oh, well, maybe, maybe some of this is my fault. He's one of those people who just cannot see that for the life of him. He cannot see that anything in this world is ever his fault, right? Because he is a spoiled kid who just, uh, who just, you know, it's just one of those situations, right? This is one of those situations that Adam was didn't even worry about himself here. Like he didn't even realize or he didn't even think to worry about himself, right? He didn't even think to worry about himself. Anyways, though, 
So over time, eventually, their relationship continues to blossom and things are good. Yes, so things were good. You know, relationship was going, everything was going, whatever, right? They were spending more time together. Their relationship was developing. They were having fun, whatever. Adam wasn't in a fraternity. He just didn't feel like doing that. Maybe he'd do that later. But, you know, Alex got into a sorority, so she would invite him to their date functions. They would go on dates. It was cool. Life was good. So one day, and this was in February, so months after they started dating and many, many months after Alex broke up and they met each other for the first time and all that kind of stuff. She, it's, it's a normal day. It's a normal kind of them hanging out. And uh, Alex is like, hey, Adam, you know that photo we took at the movies like a couple days ago? And Adam's like, yeah. And that's when Adam realizes, okay, she's posting it. Brace for impact, baby, right? Like, okay, we're probably going to go through something rocky. And she's like, yeah, like, do you mind if I post it? And Adam's like, it's your life. It's your choice. And I definitely don't want you to feel as if your ex-boyfriend is still having this kind of weight in your life where you can't physically do stuff because of him. However, I still want to restate, like, just be aware. It's probably going to trigger him again to be all crazy. Just be aware. That's probably what we got to deal with. But I, I, I mean... Assuming our relationship continues on, eventually you're going to post something, so sure, we can bite the bullet. Alex is like, thanks, I appreciate you like being cool with this and being on my side. Adam's like, okay. Little did Adam know what he was about to get into. Real quick, if you made this far into the video, comment car down below. Comment car right now, that'll be the secret word. I doubt not that many people will get this far into the video, because this, this is a good story, but you really got to lock in for this story. It's a long one. Anyways. So yeah, Adam's like, okay, cool. Little did he know what he was getting himself into. Anyways, right, so eventually, Alex did post the photo. And it was very clearly not a photo that you would post. Okay, she in the past had posted one photo of their little group. That's even how um, the ex-boyfriend, the, ex, the spoiled kid ex-boyfriend, even knew about this in the first place because she kind of had like a group photo with the two guys and the other girl, right? And in that photo, it's very clear that, you know, it's platonic, right? I mean, there's, I mean, it's not very clear, but it is implied because it's a big group photo that not all of them are in some big four-way crazy relationship, which if that's what, if that's your thing, bro, that's fine. All power to you. But that's not the expectation one would have after seeing that photo, if that makes sense. But this time, it was just her, it was him, and the caption was a heart, a red heart. There is no way you're seeing that as platonic, you know what I mean? There's no way you're seeing that as platonic. So the post goes up, life is okay for a little bit. And very surprisingly, Alex doesn't get any, any photo, uh, any, any, any texts, any phone calls, any anything. She was kind of just bracing herself from preparing for something. Like she knew it was kind of, this guy was lurking in the shadows, which is a very uncomfortable thing to think about, right? Very just not a great thing to feel. And, um, however, though, you know, it's just nothing happened. And, you know, that Friday night, Adam and Alex were, you know, hanging out together. And Adam's like, this is so crazy. He didn't, he isn't saying anything. And, you know, Alex is like, well, maybe he's finally let it all go. And, uh, he's probably not happy about it, but what are you going to do? In all fairness, man, what are you going to do? Life goes on. People move on. Life is just what it is. Not like, it, it, this is your ex-girlfriend. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no relationship you have with her anymore, bro. That's all I'm trying to say. 
However, though, they're sitting on the couch. And that's when Adam gets a text from an unknown number. And it just says, your time is, like, what was it exactly? It was like, your time is up, buddy. Or something like, your time is running short, buddy. I know what you did. And Adam is just like, what? I mean, Adam is just a very, uh, I mean, why would he receive this from anyone? At first, Adam was like, okay, maybe it's one of our friends pranking. But when Alex saw the text, she was like, no. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this happened. And Adam, his heart starts to race. There's a bit of like a pit in his stomach, kind of the feeling of like, what do you mean by this? What are you trying to imply by saying this? Like, this is very weird. Um, so yes, um, Alex goes on to say, look, I don't know for sure. I don't know 100%, but I'm not going to lie to you. This really does kind of feel like the way it's worded. It just, see, in the way it came from of kind of a random burner number, everything about it seems like the exact same stuff that my ex would say to me. And Alex is like, or Adam's like, no, you're kidding me right now. Like, say it ain't so right now. Like, are you serious? So, yeah, it, um, you know, Alex is like, look, once again, once again, I do not know. I do not know for sure. I cannot guarantee anything. I cannot guarantee anything in this world. But look, Adam, I, I don't know how he got it. There's, it makes no sense. Like, your number isn't, like, publicly online. It's, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I never shared your number with him. None of that. I, I, I really don't know. And Adam's like, it's fine. I'm just going to ignore it. Hopefully, this all just goes away. Spoiler, it did not just all, quote, unquote, go away. Unfortunately, it really should have. There's no reason it should have kept going the way it did. But unfortunately, it didn't just go away. So, yeah, um... They were kind of sitting there, but whatever mood they had going on was completely ruined because as much as Adam was trying to downplay what had just happened, it's, it's a nerve-wracking situation. It's literally a nerve-wracking situation. I mean, getting a random text from someone, just you think that they... Look, it, it's someone basically... I mean, he's basically being threatened by some mysterious figure who has infinite resources and is mentally deranged, right? Okay, that is probably not the most ideal situation you've ever... It's probably not the top 10 best moments of all time, you know what I mean? It's probably not the greatest situation to be in. And so, yeah, sure enough, Adam is... He's trying to keep it concealed to himself, but immediately, after kind of leaving from Alex's early, just, it just, there was, the mood was wrecked by that, just straight up. They talked a little more, did some whatever, but Adam went to Ben, right? And Ben and Adam uh, hadn't really hung out a ton in the last month. Ben was very caught up in, you know, the pledging thing with fraternities, whatever. But he had a little bit of time this Friday night, which is unheard of, but I think they maybe got some time to themselves for one night in their entire thing. And it just happened to correspond right. Because Adam sent a text like, hey, man, like, I really need to talk to someone. So Ben's like, yeah, what's up? I actually have tonight off, which is very unlikely, but yeah, what's up? So he goes to him. And obviously Ben knew about the fact that they were dating or whatever, but he didn't know the extent to which... Alex's ex-boyfriend was clinically insane, basically. Yeah, so anyways, over the next couple days, Adam just receives text message after text message after text message. It is not good. And they're not from one number. They're from multiple, multiple burner numbers. And, you know, Alex is like, hey, like, or Alex basically says, look, I can talk, I've talked to him. He says, like, that, 
he doesn't know who it is, that it's not him, that, you know, he's, you know, a little bit disappointed that it kind of feels as if the whole uh, whatever, right, was from that them breaking up might have been because of you, Adam, but he says he swears he wasn't do he wouldn't do that, and, you know, it's not him, and wishes you the best, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Adam's like, okay, but, and then Alex is like, oh, he's totally doing it, by the way. And then Adam's like, what? And she's like, yeah, no, he, he'd so try and manipulate us or manipulate me by saying it's not him and continue to barrage you. And Adam's like, yeah, I was kind of expecting that because he did say, like, your one of the text messages was like you're the re you took her from me you're the reason <laughs> and uh alex is like yeah i think uh i think we have a good idea that that is him and uh alex is like look if you keep ignoring everything he's eventually going to get bored and move on and adam's like okay not a huge fan of that strategy hoping that this kid with Nothing to do, who's madly in love with you, too much money, and no perception of reality, is just going to get bored and stop. And Alex is like, well, I don't really know what else to do. And Adam's like, uh, yeah, neither do I. So the days go on. Things are whatever, right? Just keeps on going on. And it's actually putting a little bit of a strain on Alex's and Adam's relationship. Because, like, it is, it's not Alex's fault at all, but it is Alex's ex-boyfriend, Right? And Adam did voice concern. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't Alex's fault and Adam was doing his very best to not make it, not make her feel as if, like, he was saying, like, oh, it's your fault, whatever. Because he didn't want her to feel that way. But part of him's like, like, I mean, straight up, none of this would have happened if you didn't, like, he didn't say this, but they both kind of knew that Adam expressed his concerns with this guy and she kind of posted anyways. It's really hard. And you guys can go in the comment section and write down below um, what you think about this, who you think was kind of in the right. This is kind of an overall big, long, messy situation. But anyways, the moment you've all been waiting for, the pinnacle of this story, the peak of the craziness, all happened one Friday night. So Adam's dorm room was, he also, he had a double, so he shared it with someone else. And that person he was actually pretty good friends with. You're not always friends with your freshman roommate, but he got a pretty good selection. And uh, so anyways, they had these things. Adam's roommate also did not join a fraternity. So they were both kind of in a situation where, you know, they both actually started spending a lot more time together than they did before. And what they would do is every, not every Friday night, but occasionally they would host like a little party in their dorm room. So this night on this occasion, they decided to do that. So anyways, um, Alex was invited. Alex's friends were invited. Some of Adam's other friends. It was like, it wasn't like a crazy rager. There wasn't 30,000 people in the little dorm room, but there's a sizable number of people. I don't know how other people heard of it, but you'll see what I mean by that. Anyway, so around nine o'clock, and also it's important to know that Adam's car is parked basically right outside his dorm room. And you can see it by, uh, through the window. Adam's window, you can look out and see where his car is parked. So anyways, it's around 9, 9, 30, 10, and people start coming over, and they're having a good time, whatever. It's a general party, right? And that's when you hear a, do a knock on the room, on the dorm room, the, the, the door of the room, right? So this can sometimes be, um, especially because they weren't expecting anyone else, they immediately started to hide any, uh, any beverages that maybe aren't allowed in the dorm because they probably were thinking, okay, we were too loud. This is an RA coming in to basically either bust us 
or to be like, hey, you need to take that, like, you need to calm down a little bit. You need to, like, lower the, the noise before we get a noise complaint. There were two RAs on duty. One of them was super chill and would just be like, yo, like, calm down or the other RA is going to come. And then there's another RA who's literally just going to write them all up for noise complaints, right? So they, they were kind of expecting it was going to be one of the two RAs. So they hide any beverages they shouldn't have. They all try and clean up the thing super quickly. And Adam's like, hey, one second, one second. And so Adam goes to open the door. And he opens the door. And who's waiting there? The ex-boyfriend. Dun, dun, dun. Right, anyway, so the ex-boyfriend is there, just standing there. And you immediately hear Alex start screaming like, what are you doing here? How did he even know I was here? Like, this is insane, you just come on in. And the ex-boyfriend's like, I had to come get you back. I needed one last opportunity. And he was trying to sound all calm, but this is crazy. He just spawns in out of nowhere. This is actually insane. And so there's, and, and the, the ex-boyfriend was trying to sound as calm as possible, but he kind of almost let it slip. He's like, I know that this kid over here, and kind of points it at him, like, stole you away from me, but I'm giving you an opportunity to change your mind. Obviously, crazy wording. Alex is not having any, any of it. She's like, get out of here before I call the security on you. You're not allowed to be here. I don't want to see from you. I don't want to hear from you. And definitely not like this. If you wanted, when I was back home, if you wanted to just like talk about what happened, I'd be down, but not now, not like this. And I'm not down in the future to talk about anything because of the way you went about this. He's like, okay, okay. You know, you're obviously a little mad. She's like, a little mad. You showed up when I told you you could not show up. All And, and she keeps going on. And eventually the ex-boyfriend starts to get angry. And he's like, you know, the only reason you broke up with me was because of this kid over here. Points at Adam. Adam's like, hey, man, like, come on now. And, he, and she's like, no, like, I broke up with you. And then it says, a big relationship fight, whatever. Eventually the ex-boyfriend's like, fine. I don't want you back anyways. And like slams the door. So the mood of the party is completely killed, completely ruined. For understandable, right? Because that just happened. <laughs> Waiting for the Marvel fans to be like, wait, did Adam say, um, well, guys, um, that just happened. No, he did not say that. This is, felt more serious than that. Uh, anyways, so they're kind of just all like, whoa, whoa, are you good? And Adam goes to like console Alex or whatever. And that's when some kid says, hey, hey, come to the window. So they all go to the window and they see... Alex's ex-boyfriend and some other like some of his kids or some of his friends or whatever they have a gasoline can ah disclaimer do not do this I hope you guys are not stupid idiots and do this okay I just have to put that in there I don't know obviously clearly do not do this this is a terrible thing to do you'll go to jail stupid okay anyways um so Alex's ex-boyfriend and some of his buddies right are they're not even like masked up or hoodied up they're literally just like full-on they have a can of like gasoline or whatever they have a lighter and sure enough adam's car is right there they douse the whole car in like gasoline or whatever and they set it on fire and adam's like okay yeah these kids are clinically insane good to know so obviously alex is even more upset she's like oh my god your ca the car was a little bit on fire i'm not gonna lie and Adam was actually very calm in the situation. Adam, one of Adam's strong suits is which he tells me, which if you want to submit a story, Instagram, Connor Pugs, follow me, send me a DM before I got the story. Anyways, Adam does tell me that he's like, you know, like he actually does really, really well under extremely like tough situations. He knows 
he just, that's just kind of like one of his, that's one of his like things he puts on a resume or whatever. So he's very calm. He's like, okay. Um, and that, that's when Adam turns to see one of his friends. This is the big game changer. Recorded the whole thing with his phone. Because while Adam and Alex were too kind of in shock, the friend was actually a good friend and thought ahead of time to actually record something like this. So recorded it, whatever, and, you know, they're like, at, like the whole car's on fire, whatever. Because at this point, the ex-boyfriend and his friends left. And so uh, immediately Adam's like, can we see the quality of that recording? They look at it. It's one of these new iPhones with like the insane cameras, right? The cameras on the iPhones are crazy good. And they look at it and it's so crystal clear. The ex-boyfriend, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is the one with the gasoline can on the car. It's literally caught in 4K, 60 FPS, 1080p, bro. Like, it's crazy. Okay, not 1080p, it's 4K. You know, you, you know what I'm trying to say. This kid is screwed. So immediately, they call campus police, which calls the fire department. They put out the car fire. The insurance is called, whatever. But Alex is also, at the same time, makes a call to her local police, and so there's a whole investigation, a whole thing. And that piece of evidence is so, so useful, so critical. They might have been able to prove it otherwise without it, but that was, I mean, man, you got a video of that. <laughs> That's the thing now these days. Like if, if someone's got a video of you, they've got a video of you. Yeah, so uh, sure enough, uh, the, okay, so the police department, what they do is, this is alleged, or not alleged, but this is told from other people's perspectives and stories and newspapers, all this kind of stuff, whatever. Maybe not newspapers, but you know what I mean. From secondhand accounts. That basically the, the ex-boyfriend went back to his, like, whatever, partied, whatever, and at, like, five in the morning, the police basically raided his dorm room or frat house or whatever he was in, right, and arrested him as well as his two friends. So I don't know exactly what the charges were. But they were so, like, it was so bad. And the whole neighborhood knew. All of, like, Alex's hometown friends knew exactly what happened. That um, the ex-boyfriend got some crazy punishment. Because he's an adult now. It, it, like, it was, it was tried to the full extent of the law. You know what I mean? And not only that, but the whole family, who's been there forever and probably made a lot of money there, got up and left to the other side of the country. They literally relocated because they couldn't handle kind of the shame of what their kid did. To this day, Adam and Alex are still together. To this day, Adam and Alex have never heard from, no random numbers, no burner accounts, nothing, is never seen from the ex-boyfriend since. They, he might be in jail. He might not be. In fact, they just, they don't even look into it. They don't even think about it. But yeah, craziest story ever. I hope you guys do enjoy it. Yeah.